Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Wayland. And I'm Frederick Blumenfeld. <laughs> everyone seemed to like uh, uh, Miriam Featherbottom. Oh, yeah? yeah? It's a good one, right? Yeah, I was telling Mom about it when she was in town, and she was like, what's wrong with him? I was like, I don't know. But Miriam Featherbottom is good. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was a good, it, it was a good, it was a good one. It was a good one. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's been a week. Uh, yeah. Jeremy went camping, uh, yeah. as you can see. Uh, you're a little bit more tan than usual. I am usual. more tan, yeah. 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 Uh, so before we, we jump into everything, let's just get this out of the way now. Yeah. We'll have to take another week off. It's going to be another week. Okay, I'm going camping again. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You can already, okay. you can already hear the comments. Stop, 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 stop. Um, it, my fiance and her family go camping every year. On these two Weekends? holidays, Father's Day weekend and July 4th weekend. Ah. So there's no getting out of that. So, um, I mean, they'll go camping, you know, sparsely every now and then. And, you know, dates change and all that. Those two never change. Those are the weekends they go. So ah. I may try to take stuff with me and just <laughs> test to see. Yeah, if it doesn't work out, man, we'll we'll, uh, we'll take another one. Because I've seen that movie before, so it's not going to be a huge deal. Um, yeah. So, either way, if not... We'll take another week. Whatever, off. but hopefully we don't have to because the season's already long. <laughs> so Yeah. Season's already long and having to delay episodes is going to make it even longer. I know, so we'll, we'll try. We're going to do this... We're going to finish season seven at the end of the year. Yeah. Instead of getting ready to start season eight. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. It's fine. But I just wanted to get that out of the way now. Uh, before you, you know, we got too deep into the episode, and they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way." And I do believe that um, if you if you haven't watched the movie yet, I believe it's on HBO Max. Uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Still on HBO Max. Go check it out, or by the Criterion. Yeah. Ball out and buy the Criterion. Do what you got to do, um, and then come back and listen. So. Yeah. But. Until that time, uh, so welcome back. Uh, since it's been a while, um, today we are talking about Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Uh, dude, I absolutely love this movie. Yeah. Um, just three and a half hours of just pure just awesomeness. Great storytelling, great cinematography. I agree. So, uh, this is the first time we are reversed. I have seen this movie before you yeah so i guess i will ask you the question you usually ask me uh what did you think first time viewing first time viewing i was worried about the runtime yeah it, be it, honest it's it's dense it's an intimidating runtime three and a half hours um i think the irishman was also three and a half so it's like <laughs> i've done it before right yeah and um, don't you also want to watch the human condition that's like nine, nine hours, hours i do want to see the human condition it's nine hours long. um but I was thoroughly impressed by just number one how entertaining it was. Yeah. The I love the ideas of we have a problem, we have to set up to solve the problem, and then we solve the problem, right? And that's sort of what this is, right? Yeah. It's it's Ocean's Eleven basically. <laughs> it's it's we we're gonna rob this casino. Let's gather up some people, right? Yeah. One at a time. And then we'll go rob the casino, right? It's, and this is kind of 
that, right? And again, surprising, 1954, I, yeah. I was surprised by how entertaining it was. And how this is probably like the first of its kind, but then you know this this formula is being repeated over and over again. Yeah. Uh, to anyone out there who's seen, of course, the 1960s, The Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, or the 2016 remake, or as I recently learned, A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life uses this formula. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar used this formula uh, for their second ever animated, fully animated feature. You're blowing my mind because... You're exactly right because the grasshoppers come in, right? <laughs> Steal and the food, right? And they're like, "We gotta get some people over here to exactly. help us out with this." And some mighty warriors, yeah. And then they get and those I'm, mighty warriors. I'm ninety percent certain there's seven of them too. Holy shit! I'm gonna have to rewatch a Bug's a Life. A Bug's Life is seven samurai. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not talking about seven samurai. Right? <laughs> Holy my mom! Uh, oh my god! All right. I'm going to go home, I'm going to watch a Bugs Life, and I'm going to be like, that's it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to a Bugs Life. Oh my God. Um, okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> I I have to pull it up because I'm not going to remember anybody's names. I meant to write them down, but I was just, I was just too engaged well, because, because yeah. um, I love this movie. And again, like I, like I said the week before, uh, week before last, uh, big, Star Wars fan uh, over here and Kurosawa was such a big influence on George Lucas and in terms of storytelling of course now later now that we've got the Mandalorian in terms of visuals um, shout out to season two the I want to say it's the episode Dave Filoni directed uh, with Ahsoka Mm. that was very heavily influenced by Akira Kurosawa Um, and so just learning that I was like, I, I've got to see this movie, this 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 movie about Seven Samurai, and of course, another big influence that this movie has had uh, on the, uh, I guess, entertainment industry. Uh, samurai Jack also, you know, is I mean, he's a lone samurai, but I watched a couple episodes last night of Samurai Jack. That's not a joke. I, I it's amazing you brought it up because, yeah. um, I mean, there is one episode that's directly referencing Lone Wolf and Cub, but. Mm-hmm. Haley's out of town, and so I got to watch Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, wait, and I just remembered, before we go on, yeah, the set looks a little different now. Uh, we rearranged again. Wow, you're just going to stop. I, I, I know, I know. Jesus Sorry. Christ. Okay, anyway, so right. back to the movie. So, so um, they had a few familiar faces. Yes, shout out to our Rashomon episode. Yes, so... Uh, uh, Tashiro uh, Mifun, um, who plays Kikuchio. Oh, that's not right. Kikuchio. Yes, it is. Um, he's, the, he's the guy with the fucking big-ass sword, He right? plays our thief in Rashomon. Yes, he plays a thief in Rashomon. He's also in High and Low. Uh, he is in The Bad Sleep Well. He's in a ton of these, right? Uh, also, uh, Takashi Shimura who will be in our later episode this season, Ikiru. Mm-hmm. He is also in High and Low. Also, I believe, in Rashomon, maybe? Maybe not. I don't think he um, is. But uh, we also had the the gentleman who played the priest in Rashomon, um, who is helping to tell the story, mm-hmm. uh, right uh, in the rain under the... 
Under the Rashomon. Under, under the Rashomon. That's the name of the movie. That's the name of the movie. He's also in it. And I'm, you know, I'm tired of talking, saying these people's names <laughs> wrong. Um, but I, I love these guys. Yes. Right? Uh, I love that Akira, just like Quentin Tarantino, reuses actors. Yeah. And of course, um, in in the case of uh, Tashiro, is incredible. Like yeah. I, I think every time he's on screen, he has such a commanding presence. Um, I read that he would watch footage of lions walking. Mm. Um, and you can tell by his performance because he would he would raise his shoulders, lower his head, and he would be constantly moving. Right, mm-hmm. he's constantly pacing and circling, and you know, as an intimidation tactic. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. So for those of you who haven't seen *A Bug's Life*. <laughs> Or The Magnificent Seven. Um, so here's a quick little synopsis. <laughs> um, this farming village uh, gets raided by, has been raided by bandits once before. And one of the villagers overhears that they're going to be back. Uh, because since they've raided it, they're like, well, there's no point in raiding it. We'll come back when the harvest has happened. Yeah. They overhear this and they decide... We're going to go in, into the near city and we're going to hire samurai to protect us. Because during this time of civil war in Japan, um, ronin uh, samurais without a master were everywhere. Essentially mercenaries, you know. Uh, and they managed to find one, which then he promises, I can, I can find you six more. And they have their seven samurai. Yeah. And the rest of the movie plays out uh, the Seven Samurai training the villagers, setting up guards and traps, while also simultaneously dealing with a lot of, you know, internal, not necessarily politics, but, you know, internal conflicts within the village and with amongst yeah, themselves. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of struggle within the village, of course, because it's so downtrodden and it's been victimized. Mm-hmm. So many, so... Not only is their village falling apart, but the people are also falling apart. And so yeah. having to pick up those pieces as well. Speaking of Star Wars, there is a Mandalorian episode just like this. Um, where... Oh, when we yeah. meet Cara Dune. That's right. Yep. And, and they go into the village and they train the villagers and they get blah, blah, blah. So yeah. this is, I mean, this is like a, a staple of, of storytelling um, yeah. in, this, in this type of story. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so yeah, so while simultaneously trying to arm the villagers, they are dealing with internal conflicts amongst the samurai, amongst the villagers, um, but they need to overcome that to face off the bandits, which they do, and it's a three-day siege, pretty much, Mm -hmm. Uh, and... Spoiler alert, they come out on top and defeat the bandits, but at heavy losses, uh, only three of the seven samurai survive. Uh, the movie has a, a cathartic ending, but not necessarily a happy ending. Right, but not really. And, of course, that's stated by one of the last lines. Yeah, the, one of the... Yeah, the yeah. Goosebumps Walk Away. Yeah, Goosebumps Walk Away. Uh, yeah, the, the, this victory is for the peasants, not us. Right. Which is said by... Uh, Kombe, which is... Yes. Um, Takashi. Yes. Takashi Shimura. Uh, he is the... Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say self-appointed leader I would of... I say the le- he is absolutely the leader in... Of the seven. 
on the flag, future rain. Do you mind? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the flag, well, I don't know why I'm answering. He should be. I was um, expecting him to be the triangle, <laughs> and of course, it's uh, it, it, the triangle is uh, our. It, it's a uh, Kiku. God, Kikuchi Chio. Here, you can read it. Um, uh, let me try. Let me try. Uh, uh, Kikuchiro. Chi, Chio. Kikuchiro, right? Yeah. Kikuchiro. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, he's the triangle. Yeah, he's the triangle because he's a wild card and technically not a samurai. No. He... Yeah. No. He is... He's, and uh, he considers himself a samurai. Of course. But... Um, he is by far my favorite of the seven. Um, well, because he's definitely one of the more relatable of the set. Yeah, well, and of course he has this sort of connection with them, with the village, because he grew up as a farmer. Mm -hmm. And when he rescues that child, uh, well, he didn't, but she handed him the baby. Anyway, uh, from that burning shack, uh, this is what happened to him, he says. Yeah. And so this is what got him out of that farming village and into the life of whatever the hell he's doing now yeah. right uh, not really being a samurai but pretending to be so yeah yeah so okay so let's let's talk about the seven sure uh so starting with uh Kombe, mm -hmm. who is the leader um he is a a war weary samurai he's he's lived through war he's fought in wars he's older he's older He's wiser, um, and what a, what an intro! I know when yeah. we meet him, killer intro. He was just walking down the street. Was people ran up to him, asked for help, and he immediately agreed and already had a plan uh, because a bandit had or a thief had taken a child hostage and uh, was on edge and pretty much said if anyone tried to attack. He would kill the child, and very calmly, he has a monk shave his head, and he impersonates a monk to gain this thief's trust and take him out and save the kid. So good. And he does it just like that. Yeah. And uh, and, and that establishes very early on that Kombe is, even though he is older, he is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, very capable and... Um... And a strategic mm -hmm. samurai, right? Yes. So when later on it comes to figuring out logistics and how to how and to defeat the bandits, he's he's got it. You know? Yeah. He has that sort of mindset. And I think it does have to do with being in war, being in battle, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for however many years he's been there. Yeah. And he... Uh, and, and it's so funny that you said that the actor... Watch footage of lions because Kombe, you know, threads that line between, you know, very sweet and sincere. Well, Kombe didn't. The other guy did. Oh, oh, yeah. um, yeah. I'm not gonna even try to say his name okay. anymore. Uh, we'll just say uh, Toshiro. Uh, yeah, Toshiro. Uh, okay, well, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, I watched. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Kombe, you know, but he, but still threads that line between sweet and sincere, and ferocious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, uh, it's just. Makes for a very compelling character and leader. I agree. Um, and the gathering of the rest of them, right? The rest of the samurai. Mm -hmm. Once the once the villagers, you track it or like follow him, basically. And <laughs> yeah, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty much like, like, should we talk to him? Like, now, what's amazing is that um, 
the the kid samurai, the young guy. Yeah. The young samurai. I don't remember. Because catch the cat. We'll just say cat because I know the your, first. Your brain's incredible for remembering that. I um, It was interesting that, you know, he saw in. Kombe. Kombe. He saw in Kombe a not only a leader, but a mentor. Right. Yes. And so he immediately gravitated towards him and, and asked for, you know, mentorship and advice and, you know, all mm. that. And training, basically. Yes. And, you know, I, I like that, you know, we're establishing that relationship and also establishing, you know, hey, we might get a two for one in this deal uh, with the with the farmers. Yeah. Um, because once they ask, I mean, that guy's not going to leave. Uh, side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it took me a while to realize that he was going to be a part of it. The kid. Because yeah. I'm like, but he's so young. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's and such he's, a kid. yeah, and he's inexperienced. Yeah. And he's really new to being a samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, saying I always kept forgetting. I was like, well, they got the six. Where's oh, it's right there. Yeah. And just like in our Rashomon episode, I want to mention the the period accurate hair. Yeah. So because in in our Rashomon episode, the the princess, right? Um, or the woman didn't have eyebrows. Uh-huh. And these men are shaving it, it, almost like if they're Catholics out there, uh, St. Francis of Assisi, you know, that, that type of monk oh, yeah. style where it's just the, the top part is, is gone, right? Mm, they but they still part. have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Odd. Now, I did notice that. These... I think it's to keep their head cool when they're out farming. <sighs> Maybe. I think. Maybe, you know, the, the samurai also had them, but. Uh, yeah. It's, which is very odd. Well, and, and the kid, he has kind of the similar but it's just here but he's got hair right oh, here yeah, yeah. so yeah i mean I, i'm sure there there's a meaning behind it I'm sure, i would assume uh, obviously yeah i would assume the farmers do it to maybe keep their head cool maybe um but maybe but yeah uh but i love how kombe you know he he's a little hesitant at first yep. to to help the farmers but he's like you know what okay i'll help and it wasn't the first person they asked you know, they, yeah. they asked others and they're like, absolutely not. Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's because they don't have anything to, to offer samurai, right. these samurais. Um, but I think what finally makes Kombe agree is those uh, just asshole, like, uh, I don't know what they are, street toughs. Yeah. yeah, street toughs, uh, because they, they mock the farmers because... The farmers can't eat. They eat a thing called millet, which is what the subtitle says, which I assume is probably just whatever they can find. Um, that they don't actually eat the rice that they're growing. And and, and it finally makes Kambe like, all right, I'm going to help. I'm, and as he puts it, I'm not going to let this rice go to waste. Yeah. Because they're, they're telling him we can only pay you in rice. Um, and so he decides, all right, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to help y'all find samurai because he knows what to look for in a good, trustworthy samurai. Yeah. And uh, I just love that he has the kid testing yeah. samurai that come into the uh, uh, shed shed sure. uh, by having him hide behind uh, the archway and try to hit them with the stick. Yeah. Uh, the first one they try it on doesn't go over too well. No. Uh, he feels very insulted by that, but also is like, kind of like, why would I help these farmers? Like, 
No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I like the second guy. The yeah. second guy doesn't even make it in. He goes, for real, guys? Yeah, because he, he immediately knows, like, hey, wait a minute. Something's up here. Yeah, can, it, maybe he saw Shadow or, like, sensed it somehow, but he's like, yeah. come on. Yeah, and, well, and I think it's revealed later on, if I remember, even though I just watched the movie today, uh, that Kombe and the second one know each other. Mm, yeah. Um, and Kombe kind of makes him his second in command. Uh, spoilers. That guy doesn't make it. Oh my god. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but then you know it almost starts to kind of snowball after this because then once they got, once they find uh, their second samurai, then they find their third in the this really stone faced mm-hmm. samurai who warns the guy he's dueling. No, like we're not going to duel swords because if we duel swords, you'd be dead. Yeah. And he's, he's the one that ends up stealing that musket. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That guy but he, was badass. But he f- doesn't want to fight with it. No, he <clears> just <throat> needed it away from them. You know? Yeah. Um, then they find uh, uh, one of the other guys who survives. I guess they find him. They find him fishing. Like he's just fishing and Kombay just happens to yeah. find him. Uh, and then they find uh, the woodchopper. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Kombe's second-in-command finds him. And then, just by pure happenstance, uh, Toshio, Toshio um, finds them. Yeah. After he, of course, tries to offer up his services uh, at the same time the farmers are asking Kombe. Uh, so they kind of begrudgingly agree to take... Uh, yeah, he's sort to, of the wild card. They're like... Uh, and dude, I just his sword is as big as he is. I know he's it's so big. And I love that they don't explain that. I want to say that his sword it, it's not used for traditional combat uh-huh. because it's so big. Yeah, it's dragon. Um, it's more for I think like ranged oh. attack, like because it's so long and so big that it, you don't have to fight up and close. But he fights close with it, yeah, which yeah. isn't really smart. No. Uh, but but yeah, and I and I love that the story. So once we have our seven, and they all kind of agree that they're gonna let uh, Toshio come with them, mm-hmm. which I love that he just follows them back, and yeah. they're kind of like, okay, okay. yeah. Um, it, it's just I don't know. Like I just love how the story is paced. Right, yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is on the villager side, um, one of them goes back to tell everybody what's going on. Right? Well, because four of them go to the city, yeah. and then two two go back, yeah, and then two and stay. Telling them, you know, here's what's going on. But then he goes to find his daughter, and oh. yeah, and so okay, so yeah. uh, Mansu, Mansu, yeah, you guys as good as mine. I'm gonna say it's Mansu. Uh, I don't like that guy. Out no. of all the villagers, I don't like him. Yeah, he kind of sucks. He he sucks because he he just puts everything. He puts everything and everyone at risk. So, with yeah, his daughter, well, it, and it makes sense to a certain extent because everyone was a little worried about having samurai there, right? Yeah, it's almost like um, having like soldiers stay in your house, right? Which yeah. used to be a thing. Yeah, um, and and so they're a little worried about it. They're like, I, you know, the, these are strangers and they're violent strangers, right? Yeah, the, these guys are, you know. 
they're unpredictable. We don't know what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And so he takes this a little further, and and he uh, grabs his daughter and cuts her hair and mm-hmm. makes her wear men's clothes so they don't. They rape think, her, yeah, they think she's yeah. a boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though the the village elder assures him that that won't happen. Yeah, but by he, the way, that doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't get no. She doesn't get raped, but raped, I mean, she but, doesn't. Yeah. But it, 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 her disguise is... She don't stay away from the strange? <laughs> I mean, the dude still gets it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> even even though she's uh, dressed like a did. Uh, so, didn't work. Didn't work, <laughs> uh, sir. So, essentially, it was unnecessary for him to... Of course. Well, because then, you know, it, it's a, a whole public spectacle Dude. because he chases her through the home. And then, because she's just... She's of like, course. no, like... I'm not going to let you just chop my hair off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't like that guy. Yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, so the samurai... Okay. So let's let's talk about the, the villagers. Okay. Because that's a good segue to lead from Monzo, who... Yeah, fuck that dude. Who sucks? Who sucks. To kind of talk about the rest of the villagers. Because the rest of the villagers... Yeah, they're a little apprehensive, but uh, R- Rikichi, Riki- he really is kind of like the the inspiring force. Like, hey, like we we can't beg, we can't beg the bandits not to take anything because that's not going to work. Yeah, we need help. Uh, and and as we learn later on, he has good reason to know that the bandits won't. Uh, Respond well to, to begging. Mm-hmm. Uh, because his wife was taken by the bandits. Yeah. Um, but he... He also... And this is and this is where... Kind of talking about the internal conflict going on in the village. He indirectly causes one of the deaths of the samurai very early on. Before, truthfully, the battle really even yeah, begins. Yeah. Uh, they're one man down before the bandits actually attack. Um, and it's just because these villagers, like you said, you know, they're, they're, they're already so broken that it's kind of like they're, they have like a go for broke mentality. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just go all in. And then when they see the kind of like the outcome, they're like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Especially with, uh, I'm not going to try to say his name again. That guy. (laughs) Um, especially when he causes the death of one of the samurai, you know, he realizes like, oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it's just because, you know, these villagers have literally nothing. Like they're barely scraping by. Yeah. Um, all they have is the harvest and, you know, and it, and it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, and of course we've seen this trope before, you know, farmers becoming very desperate or villagers being very desperate. Uh, shout out to Rango because we see that happen in Rango when when the water's all gone, mm. um, which is a, kind of a, another sort of a little bit, sure, a little bit. Uh, seriously, okay, hang on. <laughs> Thanks to uh, John Sturge, Sturgis, Sturge, whoever directed the original uh, um, Magnificent Seven, mm. westerns have adopted this this trope. Yeah. Of the hero and then, like, you know, the villagers being 
desperate for a hero, you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Because, you know, when they, I, when that director remade Seven Samurai, which I learned in the U.S. it was marketed as The Magnificent Seven. Oh, interesting. Um, and he, he really liked that title. He turned it into... A Western. A Western, yeah. Because those were Makes perfect. popular over the 60s. Well, yeah. But anyway. Samurai are cowboys. Yeah. They are the equivalent, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, if you need more evidence of that, watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, okay. So, so we've kind of talked about, you know, the village and their, their struggle. So let's kind of talk about, let's go back to the samurai. Let's talk sure. about the... The internal conflict amongst themselves mm-hmm. because even though they know kind of what they're getting into a lot of them are still i don't want to say struggling with their own demons per se i think it's just mainly they're reacting to how the others are reacting mm-hmm. to certain things especially uh, uh toshio who as you said he grew up a farmer He's not really a samurai, so he's the most, as, as I said, he's the most relatable. Because, uh-huh. especially when he comes with all of that armor. Right, And yeah. they're offended by that. Right. Um, and that's such a great monologue. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he finally makes them understand where the villagers are coming from. Yeah. You know, like, you know, if you ever ask a, a farmer, you know, do you have any rice? They'll always say they're out. He's like, but they have it. Trust me, they have it. And he's like, you got to look under the floorboards or the barn. They've got it. Yeah. And and he's like, but, you know, thanks to men like you, as the rest of the samurai, you know, that's why they feel this way. Is being that, that they have to hide everything because y'all come in and burn down their homes and rape their women and kill them if they, you know. Yeah. And, and, it's, this, and it's finally this kind of understanding. Because I think... The samurai understand where the villagers are coming from, but I don't think they fully understood it right. until Toshio uh, pretty much bluntly told them, y'all are the reason why they're so untrustworthy, or they do not trust easily. Right, 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 right. I mean, or am I reaching here? No, you're not. I, it's You're right. The monologue is phenomenal, and uh, if you'll notice, he's always moving. He's not... Yeah, yeah he's... Uh, circling and moving and whatever and you're right i I think that um he's just trying to get get them to realize what they've signed up for right and who these people are Uh, yeah yeah because i I definitely think he knows he wants to help but he he it's like you guys have to know who you're helping and he has a unique perspective Mm -hmm. right being a a farmer yeah being yeah being yeah being yeah growing up a farmer growing up probably having his village burned down and You know, having to survive on his own, and yeah. you know, and and I think, <clears throat> I think more than I think Kombe really more than anyone. I think he got it from the get go, but I think he he especially is like, all right, I get it. Now. Yeah, and he kind of knows how to rally the other samurai, um, and uh, oh, man, and then okay. What what do we want to move on to? Because I feel like I've been talking a lot, Jerry. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it's no big deal. Um, I mean, 
there's a lot. Um, there's a lot to go over, but um, there's. It just I feel like it just seems like a lot. If that makes sense, because yeah. um, because certain things like certain areas of the film take a while, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, Kurosawa definitely leaves in a lot of the uh, the the dead air where nothing's really happening. I, I would say that something something is happening, but it's but it's taking its time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, for instance, like training montages mm-hmm. uh, take their time uh, them uh, scoping out the area um, to to see where where the enemy is going to be coming from stuff like that that takes mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. um, even even little things like uh, like when he was getting all that armor I mean, that yeah. took a while right so things take a while and then there's a 20 minute intermission right yeah that's how long it is? I don't know. I just oh. fast, I fast forwarded through it. I I it was a lot longer than I was expecting. I wanted to time it, but I I didn't. I forgot. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, intermission right right in the middle of the movie because, you know, the, this last half is where things start to really kind of Yeah, really pick kicking up, a high gear. You know, cuz you know that's when we get the reveal of uh Rikichi that his wife had been taken by bandits yep. and he tries to go back into one of the burning bandit camps that they burned down to save her, which is what causes yeah. our first samurai to die. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we have the bandits actually showing up. Uh, and it just it just ramps up. Yeah. And it just and it's nonstop. Because yeah, literally the final hour of the movie is is them fighting the bandits. I love the idea of them keeping track. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that was really cool. Of the bandits, right? They they have in circle form. Um, it's like 30, the number of them accounted for, and then they would just X them out. It's like thirty six, right? I don't know. Well, because there's three threes. I'm gonna say it was probably maybe twenty twenty four. Because sure, because when they were finally down to the last twelve, they had already lost two of the samurai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and well, and um, man, it's just you hate to see like all these all of our heroes that we've grown to love get picked off, kind of. Yeah, and I think that's partly partly why things take so long. Mm-hmm. Things take their time. Kurosawa is having you spend time with these characters, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, getting acquainted and then loving most of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they when they die it's so fast too yeah yeah because yeah because they die and then we got to move on right exactly and so um of course uh tashira's was my uh was the saddest one for me Uh, well again he was the final one to die too yeah um yeah because yeah because we get uh kombe's right hand man he dies first uh because he Gets cut by one of the bandits who are fleeing the burning barn. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is... I'm going to be honest, I don't remember. I don't either. Um, and then so they're down to five. And then the next one is... Uh, one uh, I think 
the the wood chopper mm-hmm. because he left his post uh, because uh, Toshio left his post. Yeah, and he got shot by one of the muskets. Yeah. So now we're down to four at the final battle. Yeah. And then no five. No, I. Wait, I'm off. You are off. That's okay. No, okay. That's that's who R two is. That's who R two. Yeah. Because then in the final battle we lose uh, our stone face guy, and we lose uh, Toshio, mm-hmm. and he's the final death. Yeah. Uh, but he goes out. He kind of goes out on his own terms. He takes the bandit leader with him, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, it, it made sense that he had to he had to take one of them with him. Yeah, of course. You know, but that's what ends the battle, and uh, all four of them are buried and. I you know what's interesting? What is I read that um, that not one samurai died by gunshot, even though there were muskets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there were muskets, but nobody, not, not one of them. Oh wait, no, yes, no, hold on. Not one of them died by sword. Was that right? Shit. Uh, I will know that it makes sense because. I think that was right. I because think it was Toshiro gets shot. Right. The, the stone faced samurai gets shot. Um, You're right. It was by sword. None of them died by sword. Because the other one would be um, an arrow. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I think I think the the first death actually. I think he's. I think something falls on him, is what kills him. And. I think maybe Toshiro may have gotten swiped, but he's not a real samurai. So that's that's uh, why that, that still works. Yeah. Um But yeah, none of the other ones died by that's right, it wasn't gunfire, it was it was sword fight. None of them died by sword fight. That's interesting, yeah, because yep. you know, they're samurai. Exactly. You, you would expect they'd go out. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah. no. No, not in this case. Yeah, so okay. So let's talk about the ending real quick. Sure. Um like I said, you know, the ending has a cathartic ending because they, you know, the samurais win. They win, yeah. Um, the villagers are free from bandits, or at least maybe that gang of bandits. Well, yeah. uh, but, you know, Kombe, so the the sole survivors are Kombe. Um, the kid. The kid. And then, um, uh, I can't remember his name. I think he was the fishing samurai. Uh, they're the only ones that survive. And Kombe is talking with the fishing samurai and he's like, you know, you know, the victory, you know, we, we lost too. And he's like, what do you, you what do you mean? And he's like, the victory goes to, to them. Yeah. Not us. Right. Because, because he sees how much, I guess maybe I'm about to reach here, but he saw how much, pretty much death they brought. I guess maybe I don't maybe know. or I I think of it as more you know we were just here to help right nah, we, right, this, right, right, right this wasn't our battle this was their battle right this is right, right, this right. is their oh, okay, yeah. we we were here to assist and that that is that's what we did that's you know what, what we I mean? did so yeah. this isn't our this wasn't our fight we just helped right right okay yeah we yeah. just helped right yeah, we just helped yeah. fight right yeah you know that makes <laughs> that makes more sense yeah and you know and it's and it's kind of chilling because you know you would think. You know that you survived this three-day battle. Yeah. You know you'd be like, yeah, like yeah, we won. But, but that's what makes Kombe such a great character is that he knows, yeah, like you said that this this wasn't our win. This is theirs, and it's time for us to move on. And that shot of them 
the three of them, and then the hill. With right? all four of their, yeah, fallen. With the four on the top and then the villagers at the, at the bottom. Um, amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing shot. Yeah, which make, which brings me to this segue of, man, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't say it enough in our Rashomon episode, man, Kurosawa and his penchant for natural lighting for just the film just like Rashomon is beautifully shot Mm. you know and I love that just like in Rashomon he takes us into the forest yeah that it's not just all like outside and we're in just ah I know yeah so gorgeous it looks phenomenal you know and Rashomon was before this four years before you yeah and you know and this still looks just as good I know yeah you know it's 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 (laughs) it's insane that this movie from 1954 is just so gorgeous. I mean, and stood the test of time yeah. like no other, right? At the time, it was the most expensive film in, in Japanese filmmaking. It I, went yeah. 104 days over Oh shit! its shooting schedule. And um, it got so bad to where Toshido threatened Kurosawa with a gun because the, the shooting conditions, was it was, it was just so chaotic and so terrible. You know what I mean? So he, pretty, he was just over it. So he was just like, we need to be done with this. Or something. Yeah. yeah. It didn't go into detail. But uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, well, clearly that didn't spoil too much of a friendship there since he no, went yeah. on to do more of his movies. Yeah. But oh, that's wild. Yeah. Because yeah, if you heard about that happening in a movie now, you're like, oh, someone's getting canceled. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, or, or the movie just wouldn't be made at all. Right. You know, like you've already gone over budget. Well, you've it, already. Yeah, exactly. You've already taken too long. We've wasted too much money. We're done. And in the in the final battle, uh, the shooting had to be delayed a few times because they didn't have enough horses. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was kind of hoping you were going to say they didn't have enough water. Oh, but no. Because it just... Ra- water. Yeah, it randomly rains out of nowhere. But... But man, but still though, I wonder if they look... I wonder if uh, Toshiro looks back and is like, that was dumb why did I do that? Nah, man, because uh, this is one of the greatest films ever made. No, no, I mean uh, of him of him threatening Kurosawa. Oh, I mean maybe. I mean, like, ah, oh, should I? Like, this look is, at this. You know, this is one of the greatest films ever made. Yeah, of all Ab- absolutely. Right? Like, it's and again in doing in in being that one of the greatest films ever made. Mm-hmm. Again, it's so shocking to me how entertaining it was. Yeah, I, I I know you know I probably shouldn't have thought that, but I was expecting it to be a lot slower than it was. I mean, I mean, it is slow, but it's not. It's not like oh, yeah, still, yeah. It's not. It's not like bone shakingly slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, I'm trying to think of one a movie Ashley and I watched that she said was slow. Our thing is when I told her about a ghost story and how slow it is. Yeah, yeah. It's and not then a ghost she story. was like, she was like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not that kind of slow, but it's it's still slow. But it, it's it's a really good slow burn and yeah it's not slow it's taking its time those two things are different yeah absolutely right <clears throat> flushing things out and being slower or you know different concepts because in this film he's flushing things out and he's he's drawing things out um i think just to get a clear picture of the story right this yeah yeah you know what i mean and well and and, and, and and you know and with a three and a half hour long runtime they cut 50 minutes out of 50 it. <laughs> For the uh, for the American audiences, really, I wonder what they cut. 
So, so you mean in the in our Criterion version, that's the version they cut for American audiences? No, 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 no. That's the original. Oh, that's version. the original. Holy yeah. shit! So, the, so they cut fifty out of that. So, so it was only about two. It, I mean, it was over two hours, but it wasn't yeah. three. Holy shit! That's wild. I know. Well, it, it, oh, I could two hours and forty minutes would yeah would make minus fifty. Yeah. So, about as long as. Citizen Kane? Sure. But it's almost one you know, what would they have cut? I would have cut the 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 romance between the, the, the young kid and the, oh, the, the, and daughter. the daughter. Yeah. I could not be more uninterested. Yeah. And I, that I, is... I, I complain about this a lot, I've realized, and about like having a love story in a, <laughs> in, in the middle of a <laughs> in the middle of a movie. I I couldn't be less interested. <laughs> in in the love story between the kid and the and the daughter of that guy who's all um who cares? I think uh, what <laughs> you know? We're you know. It's meant to be. You know, he's you know he's young, right? Like yeah. he's um, he's fallen for this this woman who he's not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. And, samurai, much like Jedi. Oh my god. Uh, samurai have to be detached from emotions a little bit. Uh, I mean, they could feel emotions, but they they have to be a little bit detached. Yeah. And he's and this guy's like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, which means he still has a lot of learning to do in terms of being a samurai, which, you know, it's good that he survived at the end because he can continue to seek to the learn, guidance. Yeah. yeah. Which I think I think is implied that he's still going to follow Kanbei and, and learn. And I would too. Become a better samurai. Of course. Um, and, and I love that, you know, Kurosawa also doesn't give us any in, uh, inkling of what is going to happen next. Oh, what's next? Yeah, exactly. The movie yeah, just yeah. ends, yeah. which I, is perfect. You know, I, I don't want a, a little tease of what's going to happen next. Movies back then tend to do that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah, now, of course, every movie gives us a little tease. But... I was shocked we got a little epilogue at the end. I didn't think we were going to. That, you know, that the, you know, the oh, villagers are celebrating. Yeah, and... celebrate. I was shocked we got that. Because I, I was like, okay. Battle's over. over. They won. They said they won. We're done. Because we're... usually a movie uh, back then would have just ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when it faded to black, I go, there uh, it is. All right, there we go. I started oh, to get what? up. Oh. oh, we still have more. Oh, oh okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, it was... Uh, I remember the first time watching it. Uh, when I, was that, by the way? I got it for Christmas. I want to say uh, 2019. I want to say. Yeah, 2319. 2319. Monster Drinking. Uh, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to watch this. And I want to say about a month or two later after I got it, I was like, all right, here we go. Let's watch it. And I actually didn't know it was three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, all right, here we go. Because we'd been doing the podcast for a while at that point. I was like, you know what? I want to I want to start watching more foreign language films. Popped it in. And then I'm watching, I'm watching. I was like, man. I'm, and this is how I learned it was three and a half. I was like, I wonder how much time I have left. And I clicked the the runtime button and I was like oh I still have two whole hours left yeah okay oh my god and but I mean I still loved it I mean you know us doing this for so long has made me enjoy movies that are longer uh, I would be also willing to watch The Human Condition um, cause like I remember I was telling mom she'd seen The Batman yet and she was like no how long is it I was like it's barely three hours long yeah Barely. Barely. And she was like, oh, like I'm going to have to dedicate some time. I was like, well, 
It's like Jeremy and I wish it would have <laughs> gone on for another hour. I would have watched another hour. Like we, I was like we were. I was like, but that's also because we didn't want it to end. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Sidebar about the Batman. It's missing that five minutes. I think it would have been just fine to keep it, that. Uh, to oh, keep, oh, the, the keep, whole part with the Joker. Yeah, to keep that in there. I'm sorry, not the Joker, just Barry Un- Kogan. Unseen, unseen inmate. Um, uh, movie's missing five minutes, and it's those five minutes. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Off fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, with length, I remember once I I popped in. I could I can't remember what movie it was, but I popped it in. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm excited to watch it. And I looked at the runtime and go, fuck. Fuck. I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah. Know, I've done that before. And it's like, you know, gotta start checking those runtimes. <laughs> I know. But, you know, again, like we've been saying, like, yeah, it's three and a half hours long. And yes, it's a very, you know, dense and very heavy, mainly in information. Because they, they, Kurosawa gives you a ton of information. It is a lot of information. Again, it's not... It's not so much to where I'm realizing it. Yeah. Right? Yes, it's information I'm, I'm, I'm getting. It's expositional in a way. But because scenes take their time, because dialogue takes its time, because the, you know, the, the story takes its time, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's just really good. So, so if you made it this far, oh, well, spoilers... Um, but if you decided not to watch the movie to listen first, just know what you're getting into. Three and a half hours long, but it's a commitment. But it's a know, commitment. It's but not. Well, t- okay. To be honest, to be honest, it's three. Well, yeah, minus the intermission. Three ten, maybe. I'm yeah. gonna say it's twenty minutes. It's yeah, probably not, it's been on forever. It's probably not that long, but um. Films with intermissions, you know... Uh, they were only like five minutes. I, well, I just like it. I like when films have little intermissions. Um, Gone with the Wind as an intermission. Um, didn't they put a... Didn't they put a... a, a uh, it was probably more for a joke. Didn't they put an intermission, intermission in uh, Million Python and the Holy Grail? I think they did. But I think it was more for a joke, wasn't oh. it? Never mind. We'll <laughs> We'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jimmy, are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? I am. Um, I loved it. I thought awesome. it was amazing. Of course. You know, I thought it was yeah. amazing. Uh, Kurosawa, you know, got another one under my belt. Um, excited to discuss High and Low later on, Ikiru later on. Absolutely. Um, uh, gotta, I got to I gotta watch Throne of, Bo- Throne of Blood yeah, at some Throne point. Yeah, Throne of Blood ran. I need to watch that oh, one, too. Yeah, because yeah, Throne of Blood is his take on Macbeth, and then I think Ran is his take on King Lear. King Lear, yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, uh, and I think I want to say uh, Kajmusha is um, his take on another Shakespearean play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember, but fascinating. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, and I love that he 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 does this that that those movies are adaptations. But he's putting his own spin to it. Right. He's, yeah. he's putting it where he is most comfortable and where he knows. Right. Yeah. Like he's setting it in, you know, ancient Japan. Yeah. Duh. That's where, you know, yeah. that's where he's from. So why not? Yeah. And uh, and also, sidebar, shout out to the game Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, if anyone out there has played it, uh, you know that you can put it in Kurosawa mode, which that's puts cool. it in black and white. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you can put it in traditional Japanese. Oh. So it's like you're playing a kurosawa, a kurosawa movie. movie it's so cool <laughs> how fun is that uh anyway so jeremy yeah. are you ready to uh know what we're talking about next week which yeah. you should know yeah go ahead and tell me uh i'll pretend to be surprised so 
last week, uh, since we didn't know what we were going to do, um, next week is going to be Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uh, it's going to be so hard not to do that. I know. Um, Got to get out of the way early. So our special guest uh, is uh, my mom. My mom loves Uncut Gems. And she, when I told her that it was on uh, my list for this season, she was like, well, I have to be involved. Um, saw it in the theater. I haven't seen it at all. I know you haven't. But so, saw it in the theater. Um, did someone go, this isn't Jack and Jill. Yeah, someone did that and then they left. <laughs> and I was like, that movie's eight years old, bud. And, where have you been? Where have you been? And uh, no, I do think I'm trying to remember um, if if I heard a guy audibly say something when Julia Fox showed her butt. I'm trying to remember. Did he gasp? I think so. Okay. I think, or I heard a guy go Die. <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? So that made me laugh. But um, <laughs> the movie's phenomenal, right? Yeah. Um, mom, mom, very heavily says that uh, Adam should have gotten an Oscar. Yeah, well, now he's doing... Uh, he's in Hustle right Hustle, now. That looks awesome. It does look great. Um, and that's on Netflix. I, I... So, okay. I love that Adam does this. That he takes breaks from comedy. Um, Punch Drunk Love is on my mm-hmm. wish list um, to, to get. Because, again, it's it's PTS. Or PTA. PTA. Um, PTS is a guitar. Uh, PTA... And I actually listened to him on a pod, the A24 podcast with the Safety brothers. Oh, okay. And they were talking to him about how Adam takes it seriously. That, like, yeah, he knows he's in a drama and he's going to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, that he doesn't try to, you know, that it's a completely different Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Paul Tom Sanderson was like, yeah. Like, he was like, he was like, I can't believe, like, he even agreed to do Punch Drunk Love. But, uh, but yeah. Um, can't wait to talk about it. Um, take a take an anxiety pill. Take it, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen Good Time, but I've heard <sighs> but I've heard Uncut Gems is worse. I don't know. I think they're about the same. Uh, my buddy Porf, uh, he doesn't listen. Uh, Porfirio, he he was like Rain. Yeah, I couldn't breathe at all. I mean, that's what they're so good at, and it's Ish. almost like the Safety Brothers have created a new genre of you know, of drama of just anxiety. It's like anxiety dramas i guess <laughs> or you know what i mean because it's it, they're so good at it good yeah. time was a revelation this Absolutely. one is and, and criterion please hurry up and give us a good time release oh that'd be cool yeah i, I would i would, I would, really I like would love it if like the it's the the bottle yeah, on, yeah. on the cover i'd love that that would be really dope hey criterion again please sponsor us again i will say whatever you want uh i will uh, listen if you can we? Can you fly us out to New York so we can do an episode of In the Closet? Yeah, I mean, listen. If Criterion, <laughs> like I, I you will know say, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Right? I will say whatever you want. I'm gonna have to cut that. Out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So uncut gems. Um, so it may be next week. Probably not. Uh, or we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And I'll I'll let mom know. I'll probably literally let her know as soon as we're done. Cool. Um, but yeah. So everyone, we hope you enjoyed uh, Seven Samurai. You know we did. And we will see you next time for Uncut Gems. <laughs>